Good afternoon, Softball Universe, and welcome to a, another edition of Softball Diaries. Um, I'm your host, Alex Kleger, and joining me for the first time in the booth for a few weeks is the return of Matthew Bukovetsky. Hey, guys. Good to be back. How you feeling, Matt? It's, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, you know, Sam uh, Herman filled in very well. Yeah, Sam did a great job. I'm really missing him this week already. Oh, Ooh. Wow. No, I'm, I'm super, super. I'm so far away. Hey, I, I'm super. He's not really here. <laughs> I'm super excited to have you back. Uh, I'm sure you're happy to be in the mix again. Yeah. yeah. I missed softball the past two weeks. So yeah. What have you been up to? Well, uh, there's a lot of lying on a bed, uh, a lot of Percocet, and uh, a lot of pain. So you know, uh, hey, pretty good. You know, it sounds like you could be doing a lot worse for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I did get to take two weeks off of work, so. That's yeah, that's nice. awesome. <laughs> All right, and uh, you came back just for a, for a great week. Is uh, definitely a very another exciting edition of the Thursday softball game. Yeah, uh, you know it, it had its, it had all of its tense moments, uh, exciting, you know, field changes, everything. Yeah. yeah. So that's what uh, I have the timeline written uh, right here. So let's yeah. just go over it real quick. So nine thirty, uh, we were in the car. We were heading. We were probably about three blocks away. <laughs> we got the the initial call that the fields were occupied, and we called them. What we told them was, don't leave, Please, just let just, us just lay. Yeah, we'll, we'll deal with it. And then uh, two minutes later, sadly, we were not there yet, we got the call that the uh, initial party that was there decided to abandon ship and go to 5th and Brown. So, yeah, Gosh. so we cruised by, yeah. and we saw a lot of soccer, soccer players there, but the field was definitely, it seemed like we could have played. But at that point, the uh, decision had been made, so we headed, headed on over to 5th and Brown. Yeah, and, or 5th and Master. 5th and Master, yeah. Yeah, and the field there looked, you know, we were, we were getting excited to play there, uh, you know, the yeah, dirt field. Frankly, that, that field looked like it was going to be pretty, pretty sweet. Uh, I think you're going to get some bad bounces that would it's affect exciting. the game. It's exciting. The outfield slows balls down a lot more. Yeah, you wouldn't get as many home runs, but you would get a lot more, like, awkward errors. and <laughs> The game was sloppy enough on a nice field. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so but what happened when we got there, someone turned off the lights. Yeah, we, we drafted teams. We were actually, I think I was about to say balls in, and at that, that point, the lights turn out. This someone, is around someone fucked us, man. Yeah. It's not cool. It's a conspiracy theory for sure. Right. And uh, after that, this we about, decided about to... T- about 10 or 7-ish, I think, when the lights turned out. 10.07. We decided quickly to just go back to the original field, yeah. and there was no one there... Making it, it was pre- pristine. Pretty, pretty, pretty obvious that we should have never left in the first place, but it, it doesn't really. It ended know. up being first pitch about the same time as we always yeah. play, really. <laughs> yeah, in all honesty, and you know, it, it worked out okay. Uh, yeah, obviously, some people were angry that they had to go back and forth. Yeah, it's all right. What so, I have a bone to pick about, though, yeah. is we had the teams picked, we were playing, and then some more people showed up. And yes. the problem is that affects the game. If you're gonna come late that late, give someone a phone call saying I'm a bit behind schedule so that we can draft you and it won't affect the game. So you put a cutoff time on. Yeah, or like, it, well, we, can't, or we yeah, have to like redraft teams. Can't just, redraft every it's, single time. It's not, it's not fair to have, to add like an Enrique on that late to a squad that was somewhat even, you know? I don't know. That's just me being angry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just see it as part of the game, but uh, it's definitely an annoyance. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the the game itself, it was uh, very competitive. There was a lot of trash talk from one of the sides. Both sides. Both I think, sides. I think, I think it was because it was so competitive and uh, maybe maybe because everyone was a little frustrated from going back and forth in between the fields that there was just a little bit of... Uh, Anticipation was really being built up. Yeah, there's just a little bit of frustration going on. But, uh... 
you know, I, I think that the game started off with a lot of potential, but then broke down after a number of errors from the douchers, which really cost them and sort of maybe took something away from the game, just the, the amount of sloppy plays. Yeah. Well, last week it was an airfield game as well, so hopefully this is, uh, does not become a trend. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, get out there. Practice. Get down on those balls, you know. <laughs> Yeah, for the uh, for the second straight week we had uh, the uh, the Cougars. The Cougars went ahead late with a nice five run rally that was really demoralizing. It's, yeah, there were players that were sitting down in the outfield. Sam quit and then decided to play again. Yeah, but but you know Sam's a fiery player and uh, a lot of emotions running high. He went yeah. back and forth. Yeah, maybe to blame was the uh, pitching carousel. But there was a ton of pitchers used. They pretty much Four all all had sucked. all had earned runs. All had issues. Yeah, sure. issues. But you know, you do you do have to wonder about the decision to you know if you're in a close game, maybe letting your third or fourth starter get get playing time. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a diplomatic it's, thing. It is a diplomatic thing, but uh, I think the douches need to think long and hard about how badly they want to win the game. Sometimes it works out. <laughs> Kevin Sometimes does. So Kevin was the douches captain, and Zach was the Cougars captain, and you know Zach is all kumbaya out there, and he really uh, allowed people to really play all the positions, and it worked out well for Zach. So who knows? Zach was pitching pretty well, but he still let Enrique pitch, and I think that might have been a good decision. Yeah, Enrique was not at his best, but it ended sorry, up being pretty good. All right, we have an interjection okay, from the peanut gallery. Sam, uh, the drop-off uh, between Zach and Enrique is much different than the drop-off between myself or Kevin and Cody pitching. I'm sorry. But that is a, that is a severe drop You know, it's, it's a, going from a pitcher to a pitcher to a pitcher to a position player. It's a, it's a hard change to make as a team. Okay. Just saying. Okay. Enrique is one of the best pitchers in the game. So it's not like but, but, but it's being diplomatic. As the, as the, as the team... Captain, you can say "fuck you." But I'm I pitching. I know you're not the team captain, and maybe that's a good thing. It is probably good. <laughs> not next week, though. Not next week. Sam's demanding to get put in. Whatever. Yeah. I want to be a doucher. I want to win. All, All right. right. Everyone wants to. Yeah, I've heard that a lot. You know, as someone who hasn't gotten a chance to play. You know what? Like someone that, throw down the gauntlet and I'm do it. Down right now. I just think it's. Th- I, I just think the douchers are overdue for a fucking win. I want to be a captain. I want to draft the team. I want the douchers to get a W before the season's over. Yeah, but I don't know. I think everyone I mean, wants to see last the couple of weeks. Last couple of weeks on paper, the douchers always get the better draft, and they always break down. So who knows? Well, it this one was seems a, cursed. The douchers had a better draft on paper. The douchers had a better draft on paper, and then Enrique showed up and really changed. I think changed it, it the game a little. Change. Oh, yeah, yeah. There were no dogs this week. I don't think, which is kind of sad. Yeah, that was a little sad. I, I, I miss puppies. I miss the puppies. Yeah. But yeah, Buko, it's great to see yeah, you. Yeah, bring the cat. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting a harness. I'm going to bring the cat. He's going to add a lot to the game, I'm sure. <laughs> He's going to scratch the rug a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he probably would actually love scratching that turf. It's like I'm never leaving. <laughs> All right, yeah, Buko, it's great to have you back. Thanks. All right, and now welcome to the interview part of the show. Uh, we have special live in studio, Stephen Fitzpatrick. Everybody give a round of applause. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank you. Steve, how's it going? Uh, it's pretty good. Yeah? I appreciate you having me on. Oh, yeah. great. It's great studio. to have you on. Thank you. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we're very happy to have you on. We've got a lot of great questions that we're going to ask you. Yeah. Well, I mean, first off, like, you know, you, you come from a, a, a large family. It's pretty large. Yeah, and uh, you've been, you know, bringing some of your family recently, uh, Regina and Andrew, as some of you guys might remember. Out of the rest of your siblings, 
Wh- which one would you think be the best softball player? The best softball player. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That's what, what, have, what, what haven't we seen? I mean, how many? There, there's there's eleven of you guys. There's eleven of us, including yeah. myself, including not yourself. including my parents. Um, <laughs> John actually was a was an outstanding baseball player all through uh, grade school and high school, uh, but then he started you know started pursuing other endeavors. But uh, yeah, I think if he were to come along, he would uh, be uh, does, does a great have, addition to softball. Does John. he have the classic Fitzpatrick hit it to right field swing, or is uh, he's right? much more controlled? Much more, all right. much more controlled. Yeah. Did you, did you ever play baseball, ever, like, Little League or anything I like that? I played Little League. Okay. That's interesting. I got the game ball a couple of times. Oh, yeah? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Still have it hanging in your room? I still have them in my room. I yeah. do. Every day. All right, so, um, you know, you're part of the West Philly crew. You come in from West Philly. And so how, how does that, the whole wrangling up of all people in West Philly, how does that usually go? Uh, it's pretty stressful. You know, i got to make my rounds. <laughs> yeah. uh, nobody really makes it easy for me. <laughs> I have to drive around to everybody's house. Yeah. Uh, usually somebody forgets something. Or we normally have to stop for candy on the way for MK. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <She's> <laughs> candy. Um, then we stop candy. for beer. And then I normally forget something in my house. Yeah. Another it, sounds about, it sounds about right. So then, it normally, it's yeah. normally a good hour so you you got, yeah, you guys usually, what, start leaving at, like, 6.45 and get there at, like, 10.45? <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah that's, that's about great. Right. Yeah, you know, it, it, is, it is a, a few miles away. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> get them out. Uh, yeah. So what's your favorite bat that you use? What, yeah. what bat do you usually use? Uh, and why? i got to say, uh, I most frequently use Sam's bat. Okay. That uh, candy-coated bat. Yeah. <laughs> the candy-coated bat. That's an interesting way of it's saying it. It's a very good one. I also like Pat's bat, which is the uh, the black one. It's a little, yeah. little top-heavy. You know, oh, it's yeah. a little hard for me to control. Yeah, definitely um, has a smaller sweet spot. Yeah. Who's your favorite uh, player in the bigs? Yeah. Who do you aspire to be when you grow up? He's your hero. <laughs> in the bigs? In the yeah, bigs. in the major league. Oh, boy. Or, you know, yeah, or your favorite softball player here, you know? My, my favorite softball player? Well, um, I would have to say, without a doubt, my favorite softball player is uh, myself. Okay, yeah, good answer. Good. Um, only because you know I'm I'm clearly the uh, most the best ginger out there the, the <laughs> most talented ginger on the field. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you know, not 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 really controversial statement, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Who, who's the toughest pitcher for you to face? The toughest pitcher. Yeah, who gives you nightmares? Who gives me nightmares? Who wakes you up in the middle of the night going, Oh God! You know, Sam is pretty tricky sometimes with that sidearm. Okay, that oh, can yeah. be a little hard to hit. But uh, Enrique, Enrique's, Enrique's pretty tough. He's a hard man to read. Okay, so uh, we're going to switch it up right now. Uh, if you could be a tree, what kind of tree would you be? Um, probably a weeping willow. Oh, wow, weeping wow. willow. You cry a lot to yourself, or is that just, is really? just, just like the shape of the tree? I just like the shape of the tree. I used to have long hair, so it kind of reminds me of a younger version of myself. I, I, I never got oh. to see you with long hair. I Big disappointment. I, I saw you with long hair. I mean, I, I saw my it's long a good hair. look. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but it's just been did. short for so long. Yeah. It's been short well, for once you long. I, like, imagined you with, like, long flowing hair, but no, you're just kind of big. And, like, it was big. Pale, <laughs> pale, and, yeah, it was really good. It was frightening. Well, thank you for opening up like that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, so, you know, a lot, you know, one of the most recognizable features of you is that red hair flashing on. You you think you'll dye it in the future? Or, you know, like if you start getting gray, will you try and stay red? Or, uh. Um, I was thinking about it, but I think I might uh, just gracefully go gray. Oh, yeah? Gracefully go gray. Ever think of changing your color? You know, just, (laughs) yeah, just, uh. Not a full change, maybe like, you know, change the top. Maybe the bottom, you know, kind of go like a top or bottom. Do Do all the Fitzpatricks have red hair? Or. Uh, not all of them, no. A lot of them have red hair, but um, it varies. There's a couple blondes in the mix. Blondes, Ooh, yeah, nice. A couple, uh, like a strawberry blonde. A couple brown hairs. Ooh, brown. Yeah. Okay, so so again, the whole mix. Ooh, that's, that's 
<laughs> Still right. all very pale. So I got a question for you. You're, we, we, we enjoyed some wings before this interview. The wings were great. Yeah, and you, you're pretty full right now. I'm very you're, you're, still, you're still sticking out the, I ate quite a the, few tum, wings. the tum of Yeah, how many wings do you think you could eat? You know, if you're on a, like if you didn't eat for a day, you know, uh, you were training for, for wing eating. How many do you think you could eat? Ooh. It's a tough question. I see, I, I see I've struck a tough question on you. That is a tough question. You know, me and my brother Andrew have been eating wings for a very long time. You actually used to have personal wing eating contests. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so you have an idea of like... I have a pretty good idea. The most I've ever eaten in one sitting is 20. 20. 20. Oh, that's a little disappointing. Yeah. Is that disappointing? I, I think yeah, you could, I think, more than 20. I was hoping you could go like 50. Like, I could I eat think that you, thing. you could reach for more. <laughs> 20 seems like it's a very realistic number, though. If I was yeah. training and not I was lying, starving myself, I'm lying. sure that I would eat more than 20. How many, how many did Andrew eat? 21? Uh, no, he's a monster. He probably ate like 70. Wow. <laughs> 70. <laughs> that's a lot. Why do you keep going? After he's, you're like, I'm 20. You're like, all right, I'm going to make sure that I win this contest. He is always hungry. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. All right, so what would your walk up music be? You know, you are musicians. Yeah. So. My walk-up music. Um, I I'd have to say it's Raining Men. <laughs> That's Perfect. Good. Yeah, just you know, give you the extra boost when you're stepping in the batter's box, really pump you up. I'm a whole lot of man. <laughs> I'm a whole lot of man. Okay, so I have a question. It's a little bit personal, but uh, your nickname is Baby Wipes. It is. And it is. Uh, do, would you like? Would you care to give your side of the story <laughs> to um, the people? <laughs> Thank you for bringing this up, Buko, actually, because uh, it's actually something I'm very passionate about. Um, I've been working in an orphanage for a few years now, and I've kind of uh, taken to working with the younger children, uh, younger disabled children, yeah. who uh, have some problems, and uh, not a whole lot of people really want to go in there and, you know, uh, change their diapers and feed them and things like that. And, you know, I kind of just dove right in, yeah. head, first, head first, and was like, let me, I'll, I'll take it on. I love these kids. I want to do anything that for these kids. That factory of and, um, and, you know, we go through a lot of baby wipes. Yeah. We go through a lot of baby wipes, wiping faces, wiping butts, making sure the kids are clean and happy and healthy. And, uh, and yeah, so, you know, one day someone was just like, hey, you should be called Baby White Steve because you, you, you do so much for these kids. That's you wipe so many butts. Yeah, and we I was like, hey, that's, that sounds really good. Are you sure it's not because you shit your pants? Well, he was doing that for the orphan. You know, the kids felt bad about shitting themselves so much that uh, <laughs> Steve Steve shit himself. Well, yeah. see, it's, oh, exactly. it was like Billy Madison. Oh, was, I didn't realize exactly. shitting in your pants. I didn't realize it was a solidarity some, some, shit. Some child pooped his pants, and I was like, "Hey, you know what? You're not alone. Yeah, you're not alone. If shitting in your pants is cool, here it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. poop my pants, and I'm gonna use baby wipes to clean it up." Not even and shower. everything's gonna be fine. No reason to shower. Just There's no reason to shower. <laughs> if you have baby wipes, why do you shower? It's a waste of time. That's, that's an interesting commitment. <laughs> well, it's clearly we can all uh, learn uh, learn a lot from Steve. You know uh, his commitment to helping young disabled children and defecating yourself. And defecating yourself. <laughs> all right, uh, softballers and softballettes. It's time for the caught looking segment where we really take a look at uh, you know something or other that we feel like talking about. So, uh, yeah, this, the subject for today is the importance of stats. Uh, you know, how much do you really invest in the, the meaningfulness of them? Do you think that they can, they're really uh, relevant or important? Or, you know, who cares? Is it more about the intangibles? Right. Joining us is uh, Steve Fitzpatrick. Yeah, Steve's Steve sticking around to talk about stats. Right. So, Steve, do you, do you put a lot of importance in stats, or uh, are you just out there to play the game? Um, I'm a big fan of personal stats. 
Yeah? I do. I, I like it. Because um, I never really go by who wins the game. I go by, you know, who was who was giving it their all during the game. Oh, who that's was interesting. Playing, who's well, playing that's, that sounds like you don't. That, that sounds like it's more of a personal thing than really a statistic thing. Because that's pretty black and white. It sounds like you're really just going with the hot hand. Well, you know, the hot hand. But I really, I do focus on who's, who's getting the hits, who's making the good plays. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, some might say that that's a conceded point of view, but I, I see what you're saying is that you're not trying to say that you only care about your own stats. You care about who's making the big plays out there. Yeah, who's making good plays. That's good. Who's and, out know, there not fobbling around with the ball. And I think, Steve, you're ha- quietly having a great season. I think you're, you're, you're batting 438 on the year, which is pretty good. I mean, it's comparable to players who get picked higher than you, like uh, Tiger is batting 500. You know, so it's comparable, ooh, ooh. but he gets picked Thank up. you. Picked a lot. You might get picked higher than you, but you're, you're hitting pretty well. You know, you got six runs scored. You know, uh, you got a triple in there. Some good, st- some good stats. And you've been on a winning team four times. You know, so there's something there. I, I think it's uh, pretty impressive. Well, thank you, Buka. Means a lot to me. Yeah. See, I, I personally, I think that's all the statistics really ever do is just tell you what you've done. They don't really give you a guide as to what you're gonna do out there. You really got to go with a gut feeling for more of that kind of thing. Well, that's true. That's very true. As the stat taker, I, I've noticed that the games have come become a lot more uh, intense since the stats beginning. Oh, they've gotten intense. Because people, people, people care. People, people don't want to be posted online as the guy that's hitting. You know. 111 with like three strikeouts. It's yeah, I absolutely agree. Uh, the the two weeks when you were MIA though, we had uh, some pretty good games. They were uh, they were just as competitive. So I think that in general the the, the level of competition has stepped up. Yeah, well, that's good to see. I mean, it's not that it's not that I thought the games were ever boring, but I I, I like the intensities. People people caring. Except for maybe last week, where people maybe got a little bit too intense. It was getting pretty intense. It was going beyond. It was going beyond, and then people started getting angry. They were getting legitimately saying that they weren't going to refuse to bat and stuff like that, and being a poor sport. (laughs) Yeah, and also as as a statistician, you have to recognize the fact that basically at the end of the season, we're going to have what like eight games, most maybe a little bit more than that, and statistically, that's really. That's really a, what a week of baseball versus you know they, they average them out over 162 games. So although the stats are great, I don't think I don't know if they can really uh, the the top player is necessarily the best player. Well, that might be true. I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, uh, Stephanie Ricci doesn't exactly have the best numbers, but, but she she's is your always, girlfriend. She's, she is six and zero, oh, the only person who's undefeated this year, which is that's uh, pretty impressive. Pre- pretty that's impressive. So. It's not even really a stat. Sure, it's a stat. It's winning, a te- being on the winning team. It's a oh, it's a team thing. If you're the pitcher, yeah. the exactly. Sometimes, are a pitcher. sometimes intangibles are more important than. <laughs> Is anybody so, else so, so you're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna abandon it before. So you get the, uh, intangibles isn't a statistic. That would mean that statistics are not important to you. Statistics mean nothing. <laughs> okay, that's no. What, so we're in agreement. I, I honestly think uh, a week, uh, like if you look at the stats, you can really tell who's a better player through a week of stats, like what they're good at. You can see who can who's good at yeah hitting home. Run. Obviously, Sam has the most home runs and most RBIs by far. But like even once you break it down from there, like you can tell like. The next people down, home runs, average. Like you can really tell yeah. who the next best players are, even just in a week. Yeah. There's no one who's f- like flukishly hitting like six forty-five. It's not. 
And an another great thing about the stats is that everybody's gotten more interested in the rules because they don't want to, you know, look stupid out there or make mistakes that affect the bottom line. Right. Like, like I, uh, Steve, I think that you've you've learned the rules a little bit better this year. I've learned the rules a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. Cricket Joe has learned about uh, the uh, yeah. fielder's choice. Yeah, which errors, has... errors in fielder's choice, which people were unaware of. So that's really good that we've been able to, you know, educate yeah. some people that didn't I like know. Didn't like... <laughs> I'm Okay, guys, welcome to uh, my favorite segment. It's the stock market. Toasty! Yeah, uh, we didn't have one last week. I mean, I wasn't here, but you guys didn't do one last week. Yeah, right? well, you know, we had the inaugural uh, Ali's Hot Corner segment. So which, which was very, I enjoyed that greatly. Big ups to Ali's Hot Corner. Yeah, like it on I, Facebook. Yeah, totally great. I had a great time for everyone who I saw last night uh, at the bar. Appreciate it. Yeah, happy birthday. Thanks. Coming up this week. Uh... Anyway, so stock market. Uh, first, we're going to start with uh, Kevin Rosen. All right. So uh, Kevin Rosen, definitely five tool player. Yeah, you, you can put him anywhere on the field, and he'll uh, do a good job. Pretty, pretty good pitcher. Uh, he's got great power. His bat doesn't miss a lot. He can, you know, shortstop outfield. Okay. Not the greatest umpire, actually. No, no, but yeah, you know, he's he's a <laughs> As a statistician, or as a no, not as a strategist, strategist, yeah, whatever. That's the only. I, I'm I'm still gonna buy Kevin because you know uh, he's a he's he can pitch really well, but I, I I'm not buying him as a captain. Yeah, <laughs> his strategy was desperately lacking. He was way too quiet there in the field the last yeah. game. Kind so of. The, I think the douches would needed a, someone to fire light a fire to their ass. And Sam was too drunk to need, do it. Need like a <laughs> like, like like a Bobby V kind of guy. Although that's not working out for him. In Red that's Sox. not really working out for him. Charlie, Say that you're gonna punch a person in the face. That's well, you know, but you need less Charlie Manuel, which is which seems like it was Kevin yeah. Stiles, but it was not Kumbaya. Yeah, and then you you know you're in a close game and you, you change pitcher. You're trying to let good people play, but I think it. You actually made everyone less happy by letting a worse pitcher pitch. Absolutely. Because then your team was completely out of it, and everyone got really frustrated. Yeah. Well, I'm buying Kevin. You yeah. Know, I mean, top if, third. He absolutely sure. deserves to be in the top four draft every time, just because he can hit, he can pitch, he can yep. play the field. Just gotta, you just gotta get get somebody that can control his decision making. Yeah. Sure. All right. Next up, Matt K. So uh, I think that we both adamantly bought him last time he was up, but things have changed since then. Yeah. I mean. Uh, He's now 37 years old. <laughs> right, well, I mean, before he was, a couple weeks ago, he might have been competing with Sam to be maybe a first pick, if not the second pick. He might be down the draft board at this point. We're I'm, quiet. We're very I'm, quiet now. I'm, I'm, I might even, you know, do the, the soft sell and that selling him being drafted so high. Yeah. I'm selling that because... Frankly, he hasn't hit as well. I mean, now there's questions about his injury. He might have pulled something. Yeah, but. yeah. He's experiencing a sophomore slump at the end of his freshman year. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's true. Uh, he, he's also made some... I've heard that he's been a little bit sketchy on the defensive side recently. Uh, well, yeah. I heard two weeks ago he had some problems. Uh, I don't know. I think it's risky to draft him second now. I think so, too. I think that you can draft for much higher value. And, you know, if, you, if he's on another team, he's probably not going to beat you anymore. Well, uh, yeah. I think those are fighting words. We'll see what Matt K uh, has to say, but more importantly, what he does on the field. To uh, all right. Well, I'm selling. Yeah, I'm also selling, but through a double the, sell, I will easily, I will easily change my mind if he has a good game. Yeah, week. you know, hopefully, hopefully he's trending. He'll trend upwards next week because you know this. How 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 low can you go? Yeah, that's true. Uh, wow, this is really harsh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, whatever. Final he he likes market. it when we talk about him just yeah, in general, that's, though. That's so. true. <laughs> Throw out to you, Matt K. Buy or sell yourself. Uh, 
Hey, the next stock market thing I want to talk about is not a player, but the field, the fifth and master field. Now, let's say the lights aren't turned off automatically on us. Would yeah. you buy or sell that field? Oh, you know, I mean, it's pretty easy for me. It's a buy. I mean, you know, I just love the variety that that field would bring to the game. Well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to sell. Surround I, I, the surroundings are great. I think the surroundings are great. I like the idea of the old-fashioned, you know, dirt patch, sandlot, yeah. softball, but Mutton. I don't like the idea of bad hops hitting people Much less face. forgiving. That's the nice thing about the turf field is it's very forgiving to players. It's forgiving, but it's also very unforgiving if someone hits a line drive into uh, the outfield and yeah. gets by them. That's not going to happen on that field. The ball will stop. No, but that, that outfield's stopping everything. If it yeah, but uh, then again, a, a simple grounder to short is probably going to hit someone in the yeah. face. The, or just bounce sideways or stop immediately. Yeah, the know. benches were nice, though. You know. Was, yeah, and it's nice that we have that cage. We always try to get people to go behind the cage at the other field. but <laughs> For safety. People seem to want to get hit in the face every once in a while. Yeah. It keeps, them, keeps them going. It keeps them wild. Well, I'm buying that field for now. Hopefully we can play on it and I can revise that. Okay. Based on experience. All right, maybe maybe we should all go out there with rakes and make that field our field. You know. <laughs> all right. Wait, are you buying or selling? I said I was selling. Okay, book us on. Well, we've reached the end of another amazing podcast. Was this your favorite one? It, it might be. It might be. I'm gonna put that on the box. Okay. This might be a favorite podcast. So this is the on deck segment where we uh, give a little preview for next week. So the uh, big thing on everybody's mind is how many more games of softball are left? Yeah, I mean, there's some uh, where here our producer has put up three figures. There you go, Sam, get the executive producer <laughs> credit. Uh, three, three games left. I think that might be... I hope that there's at least three games left. I don't know. Every week it's going to be busier and busier on that field, I think, as any murals kick in and uh, yeah, athletics start that, practicing full-time. There's Temple, and then there's the field of fifth and master. The lights got shut off on us. I think it was done on purpose. But, but what might I think have been it was on the purpose, Illuminati. But I don't feel like there's always someone there to shut them off on us. So it's possible that we could play there. We'll have to see again yeah. if we run into an issue. And it's hard to imagine right now, but it is eventually going to cool down a lot. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, everyone loves September baseball. Or yeah, October but just baseball. remember for this yeah. week, intramurals online, it says that they're supposed to be over at 10. Obviously, it doesn't mean it's going to be 10. There's not going to be a bell and everyone's going to mass exodus. But if it looks very busy at 9.30, that might not necessarily mean that it's going to be very busy yeah. by the time that we Still start. Still show up at 9.30. Please don't pretend that this is something that we're changing our time to 10 because yeah. we can't start at 10.30. Like, it's too late. Yes. Get there early, as always. Right. Uh, another big thing... Uh, Baby coming back is Gabe. Yeah, he's getting he's getting uh, the September call up. The the um he cleared waivers and he got traded to the Phillies, so he's come back yeah, to Philly. From the Dodgers back to the Phillies. Yeah, so I don't know exactly when his flight is, but you know he might be able to be there in time for he Thursday. Told me the tenth, so maybe he's coming back, and it could spell big uh, changes in softball. Hopefully not, because I like the way it's going. But uh, he's been known to rule with an iron fist occasionally, but. Uh, uh, yeah, but, ho- hopefully it, it adds the game. Yeah, hopefully he fits right in with the way we've been playing because I think we've had a great year so far. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, apparently the weather's supposed to be real nice. Yeah, apparently this whole week weather's supposed to be great. Thursday I think it's going to be kind of warm, but it should be nice. No By real evening. moisture in yeah. the uh, forecast. By evening time it should be beautiful, really. Yeah, and big thing now is football is officially back, college football and pro football. I think we just watched the Eagles gut out uh 
awful looking win, but you know it's the a first. Wins. It's the first week, and you want to get started off in that one zero. Yeah, and uh, you and I are both college football fans, but both of our teams suck. Yeah, Pitt and Penn State are not doing so. Well. Yeah, you know, def- maybe- definitely God supports the sanctions against Penn State. You could yeah, tell. God, <laughs> keep God out of softball, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's about. It for us. Uh, keep on listening, Clugger. Uh, good night, Canada. <laughs>